Journey to Pascha, Orthodox Spiritual Reflections on Great Lent, brought to you by the Greek Orthodox Christian Society of the Greek Orthodox Archdiocese of Australia. In this edition of our podcast, we bring you the daily scripture readings from the Gospel of Mark, along with our saints for this day on the 28th of March. We'll also reflect on the truths revealed in the prayer to our guardian angel, which we read during the Compline or Apodipnos service. This is The Journey to Pascha. Our Daily Bread Orthodox Scripture Readings to Nourish the Soul Chapter 7, verses 31 to 37. At that time, Jesus returned from the region of Tyre and went through Sidon to the Sea of Galilee, through the region of Decapolis. And they brought to him a man who was deaf and had an impediment in his speech, and they besought him to lay his hand upon him. And taking him aside from the multitude privately, he put his fingers into his ears And he spat and touched his tongue. And looking up to heaven, he sighed and said to him, Ephatha, that is, be opened. And his ears were opened, his tongue was released, and he spoke plainly. And he charged them not to tell anyone. But the more he charged them, the more zealously they proclaimed it. And they were astonished beyond measure, saying, He has done all things well. He even makes the deaf hear and the dumb speak. The Venerable Mata Evstratios of the Monastery of the Kiev Caves. Evstratios was very wealthy, but being moved by love for Christ, he distributed his entire estate for the sake of Christ 
and entered the monastery of the Kiev Caves. He was tonsured a monk. When the Polovtsians waged war against Kiev in 1097 AD, they plundered the monastery and slew many Christians, including monks. Estratios and some of the faithful were sold as slaves to a Jew in the city of Kherson. This Jew ridiculed the Christian faith, and he tried to coerce the Christians into embracing the Jewish religion. Seeing that they had no other alternative, they all agreed to starve themselves to death, rather than deny the true faith. Estratios encouraged the Christians to follow that decision. They all died of hunger. Some after three days, some after four, and some after seven. Being accustomed to fasting, Estratios was the only one to remain alive, enduring 14 days without food. The Jew, angered because he had lost the money he had used to purchase the slaves, took out his revenge on Estratios by nailing him to a cross. Estratios praised God from the cross and prophesied a severe and imminent death for the Jew. Wild with rage, the Jew pierced him with a spear and the saint of God gave up his soul to his saviour. His body was thrown into the sea, but it floated to the surface. Great miracles occurred over this martyr's body. Shortly after the death of Estratios, the Byzantine emperor decreed that the Jews of the city of Kherson be punished for their wickedness towards Christians. This tormentor of Christians was hanged on a tree and received the reward of Judas. Venerable Ilarion, the new confessor. Ilarion was the abbot of the monastery of Pelikate, near the Hellespont. He shone like the sun with the Spirit of God, healed people, and expelled evil spirits. This man of God suffered at the time when Leo the Armenian began the iconoclastic persecution. With 40 of his monks, Ilarion was sent into exile near Ephesus and he died there in prison. He took up his habitation in the Kingdom of Christ in 754 AD. The Venerable Hesychius of Jerusalem A presbyter and profound theologian, Hesychius was a disciple of St. Gregory the Theologian and a contemporary of St. Euthymius the Great. One should read his well-known work on sobriety and prayer. He reposed peacefully in the year 434 AD. The Holy Martyr Bayan, Bulgarian Prince Bayan was the son of Krutigan and the nephew of Grubash. Bayan confessed his faith in Christ, however his brother Milami was a pagan. By decree of his brother, Bayan was beheaded for the true faith in the year 827 AD.
the miraculous experience of Taxiotis. Taxiotis was a soldier from Carthage. He spent his whole life in grievous sin, but finally repented, left the military service, and lived a God-pleasing life. While with his wife on his estate near the city, he committed adultery with the wife of his farm worker. Immediately afterward, he was bitten by a snake and he died. Taxiotis was dead for six hours, after which he arose. On the fourth day, he finally spoke and he related how he had passed through all of the toll houses until he came to the toll house for adultery. There he fell into the dark abode of demons, but was led out by an angel who vouched for him. He was then sent back to his body to repent for his latest sin. He repented for 40 days, going from church to church, beating his head against the doors and thresholds, crying and telling of the terrible sufferings which sinners undergo in the other world. He implored men to cease from sin and to repent for those sins already committed. On the 40th day, with rejoicing, Daxiotis took up his habitation in the kingdom of the merciful God. Orthodox readings and reflections for Lent from Lichnos, the periodical of the Greek Orthodox Christian Society. Άγγελε, ο εφετός της αθλίας μου ψυχής και ταλαιπώρο μου ζωής. Holy Angel, overseer of my wretched soul and miserable life. In the daily cycle of prayers in the Orthodox Church, there exist the services of the great and small compline, Απόδυπνο, which are performed after the evening meal and before the nightly sleep. The great compline, Mega Apodipno is usually performed in our churches during the weekdays of Great Lent. The small compline can be performed in church with a priest. However, its structure lends itself to being performed as part of personal prayer in one's home or in one's own cell in monastic practice. <laughs> Just before the conclusion of the service, a personal prayer to our guardian angel is read. This begins, Holy Angel, overseer of my wretched soul and miserable life. The prayer is written as a plea, largely penitent in tone, and reveals the following truths about our relationship with our guardian angel. Firstly, our guardian angels provide great protection against demonic temptations and attacks. Saint John Chrysostom, in his sermon on the Synaxis of the Holy Archangels, states, 
The angels are honoured, for they are our allies against the opposing foes that war against us. Angels are holy beings in orthodox understanding, immaterial creations of God endowed with free will. However, as Saint Basil explains in his treatise on the Holy Spirit, their sanctification being external in their substance causes their perfection through the communion of the Spirit. They keep their rank by their abiding in the good and true, and while they retain their freedom of will, never fall away from their patient attendance on Him who is truly good. The angels can strengthen us, as the prayer states, in our fear of God, because they utilize their own will to stay firmly obedient and attached to the will of God. This fear is not to be scared of God himself, but to be fearful of being sinful in the eyes of God. Our guardian angel not only protects us from the devil, he also bears witness to our whole life, our birth, our rebirth through baptism, the rises and the falls of our spiritual life, and eventually the separation of our soul and body in death. enjoyed this edition of the journey to Pascha brought to you by the Greek Orthodox Christian Society be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Apple podcasts or visit nicknos.org at lychnos.org.au where you can find more Orthodox articles talks and podcasts to help you on your journey this Lent towards the resurrection of our Lord mm-hmm.